Welcome to another episode of SoCal Watch Reviews. I'm Miguel. This is episode 15. I got my boy P on the other line. P, how's it going? Yo, it's going, it's going, it's going. What's up, people? Happy New Year. Well, happy, happy New Year to you too, P. Yes, sir. Happy New Year, man. I know you we've know. been in touch and we, uh, you know, full disclosure to everybody, we, we're very transparent with our, with our audience because obviously you guys are family and you guys uh, are so uh, close. You send us messages on, on Instagram, you like our stuff, you listen to our episodes, so we do appreciate it. So full disclosure, we actually had, uh, what, one episode, two episodes planned before the new year. We were going to talk about this specific topic, which is the the best and the worst of 2019 i know a lot of podcasts a lot of websites a lot of youtube channels already did that and they're past that but hey better late than never right p <laughs> yes sir yes sir so let's, let's start off with uh with the wrist check well what are you what are you wearing sir uh i am wearing a uh casio world time mm-hmm. on a black nato strap mm-hmm. no. and you, you put out a video on that yeah absolutely a little unboxing. That's cool. Yeah. It's it's often referred as the Casio Royale. Is that right? right. Yeah, Casio awesome. Royale. So that's it. Let, let's let's talk about this because what you're wearing and what I'm wearing is actually our Christmas gifts. Right. Um, so you want to talk a little bit about that? Yeah, that's fine. That's fine. Let's get into it. Mm-hmm. You know, so Christmas was great. I think. You think? Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> he thinks, know, people. He thinks. I, I, I think. You know what I can remember, but oh, okay, good. it's one of, one of those nights, huh? Yeah. So, uh, I mean, I think I got some pretty good gifts. Uh, got a few uh, watch straps, couple watches. Um, what else did I get? Oh, I got a, a polo sweatsuit. Oh, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, you look yeah. like one of those uh, Russian mafia guys. You just need the gold chain. Right, right, right. Um, and a polo shirt, I think, and a boys. Remember the movie Boys in the Hood? Yeah, I've been raving about this Boys in the Hood T-shirt that I saw online, and she got it for me. So, Gee, she, you know. your wife? Yeah, uh-huh. such a nice wife. Yeah, such a yeah. nice wife. Yeah. So let's talk about the watches. What, what watches did you get? Do you remember that? Uh, or? I get, I got a uh, <laughs> a, a, a vintage Benrus from 1998, and the Casio that I'm wearing now. Nice. So, do you know where your wife got that vintage uh, watch online? I, did you I pick it or? Nah, she picked it. I had no clue. Oh wow, that's cool. I have no clue. Yeah. So, you that's know. super cool. I know a lot yeah. of people reviewed this uh, Casio. It's what fifteen bucks, fourteen bucks, something like that. Mm-hmm. Very cool. So, what's what are some it's... of the cool features about it? I don't know world time. It, so, how many? different countries or what what is it what's the deal with it yo so far i've seen like eight different time zones well you know what i mean and um i love like the world map on it yeah you know like this thing is just oh my god yo. so you went you opted for the uh resin version yeah the, the resin version because the the uh i liked it the the stainless steel version but you know casio and they stainless steel is kind of like, uh, i don't know you know what I mean? 
I so, know I know they came out with the with the new uh, line, right? Of like titanium right. and, and stuff yeah. like that. So I've I've never actually seen one, so I can't really right. I feel bad kind of judging it. I, actually, you know what? I'm I'm lying. I did see one. I didn't hold it, but I, I recently went to Macy's and I was checking out. Mm. I always go well, whenever I go with the wife. I always kind of get lost in the watch section, right? But it's it's sad what they offer, and I right. Oh it's, yeah. It's it's crazy. Well, I'm I'm deviating from what I was gonna tell you. I, right. I actually saw one of the metal ones, but it was mm-hmm. black. So I just by looking at on the you know behind the the, the glass, you don't mm-hmm. really get a sense as to. I mean, it looked fine, but I, I right. didn't actually hold it or play what, with it. What was the price they had it for? I didn't even I didn't even check, but I'm I'm oh, sure okay. it was uh, I'm sure it was expensive. But you know what? Macy's had some amazing deals for December. Actually, uh, they mm-hmm. had a lot of prices on different things like uh Bulova lunar pilot and other things that actually beat the prices of amazon and ebay and stuff like that so really yeah 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 no for mm. sure so don't don't um if you're listening to this don't uh dismiss macy's i know a lot of us do because it's a department store and we know that they gouge their prices and they want to they want to take advantage of people that don't know about about watches and speaking of what i was going to say was sad is it's the second time I see this, right? I see a young kid go in, and I'm assuming it's their mom or their parent or something. And young, I'm, I'm talking in their maybe late teens, early 20s. I mean, they, they kind of look around that age. And they're just kind of looking around. And they, they start off kind of like in the Seiko section. And they kind of move to the Buloba section. Mm-hmm. And eventually end up in the Armani section. And they're looking at the Armani. They're looking at the diesel. And I'm like, oh, man. Like you, you started off well, right? But it's like it's it's two things. I, I think it's an aesthetic um, uh, reason why they don't go for that, and a price reason because the, the, it's so funny. I, I've been there and I could hear the conversations. These two individuals, completely different nationalities. I think the mm-hmm. first guys were Hispanic. This one, I think it was Middle Eastern. Not that it matters, but this is just to show you that this is not not a not a I guess a nationality. Right, right. Why they pick what they pick, but they were leaning towards the Bulova, both of them, because mm. Bulova is very, you know, I mean, you know, Bulova is very loud. All their designs are, are big and they they're kind oh, of flashy yeah. and everything. So I mean, they're very nice. But the thing about Bulova, also, we know this: they're a little overpriced. They're right. the three, four, five hundred dollar range, and for what they offer, we know there's better options out there. But anyways, when people see that price point they can freak out and they go that's that's a lot of money for a watch right uh-huh. watch guys we go five hundred dollars but what does it offer and if, it, if it's a good offering for us it's not a lot of money right you know um mm-hmm. i mean it is but it isn't because we're we're watch guys and we're used to hearing seventy thousand fifty thousand twenty thousand dollars right to us it's like it's a lot but we get it because right. craftsmanship uh the everything the history and and whatever right but yeah, I just wanted to kind of touch base on on that, then to kind of segue towards fashion watches, and we, I know we talked about it. Um, but oh god, yeah, they the fashion watch experts in that mode. Yeah. yeah. So, and, and the craziest thing is, I hear the people behind the counter, and I don't blame them. I mean, they they just applied their Macy's because they need a job. They're not watch experts, and not only that, they're doing multiple things at Macy's, right? They're working with these shoes and with this and with that and the jewelry. They need to know all these things. But poor girl, I mean, she was just like, well, which one do you like? Yeah, that one. Yeah, that was cool. Like, she wasn't offering right. 
anything. And I seriously felt like jumping in and asking the guy, hey, let's, let's start with the basics. Well, what do you want right, this watch right. for? Do you need water resistance? How much water resistance? Do you want an everyday watch? I mean, there's just so many things I wanted to talk about. Right. And that's why we have YouTube channels. Unfortunately, the people that look at our YouTube channel are enthusiasts. Most people already know what the right. heck's going on. And a lot so, of those kids. Won't. So let me ask. Yeah. If, if you worked at Macy's mm-hmm. in the watch department specifically, and someone came up saying, okay, uh, I really like this Michael Kors watch, would you deter them? Because I know they have a Seiko section, they have a Citizen section, Belova section. Uh, I can't think of any others that would be. Well, they have Coach, Michael Kors, they have Fossil, they have I mean, Tissot. Yeah, I'm, yeah, okay. That has to so come about as far as uh, with real horological history. Oh, real ones. They have Tiso. Yeah, uh, they have Citizen. They have right. Seiko. They have Lola. Right. Uh, right. And I, I think want, that's about it. I don't want to say Movado. They have Movado, but Movado, yeah, they're garbage. They're they yeah. used to be nice. They used to right. be good. Now they right. turned something else. So what would else you do? like Casio? Casio. Casio. Yeah. So would you deter? Someone looking at, let's say, like a guest watch or a Michael Kors 2. Let's say, let's look at this citizen. You know what I'm saying? Same watch. I would. I would. You would? Okay. I would, 100%. And and, and I think, to be honest with you, I don't think I will be able to work in a position like that. And the reason why is because I know there's so many deals online. I would feel extremely bad to sell these kids or girls a watch that I know is kind of fetching a premium right there in the store when they could be saving a lot more. And I would love to maybe redirect them to like another website and then talk to them about changing the strap. A lot of people don't know. This is like the simplest thing, right? I've spoken to a lot of people that are kind of not watch enthusiasts and they have no clue about changing the strap on it. Because right. I've had friends tell me, oh, I really like that watch, but I don't like the strap it comes on. Is there something else? And I tell them, don't be focused on that. That's the least of your worries. The main thing you got to focus on is the watch. And they're like, right. they look at me like I'm speaking a foreign language. They're like, what the heck? What do you mean you could change it? That's probably expensive. That's probably difficult. It's like, no, it's not. Well, I don't know how to do it. And and that's the, the one thing that us as watch enthusiasts, we need to spread the word. If people only knew that you could customize the watch, like you could customize an, an Apple watch, a right. lot of people know about that. You know why? Because you go to Target, you go to Walmart, you go Best Buy, you go anywhere you go. And in the Apple section, they feature a ton of different straps for the Apple watch. Oh, so yeah. everybody knows about that. And the thing about it is they're all quick release. So they're like super right. simple to swap out. You don't need a tool. Right, yeah. Watchmakers really need to think about that, doing the quick release system. Quick release, yeah. Uh-huh. Believe me, I, I love a quick release because when you need a tool, it's a pain. Sometimes yeah. you can't figure it out. You scratch yeah. the case. I mean, it's, yeah. it's, it's it's difficult, man. So I mean, I like it. The uh, the red leather strap I got for the, uh, the Swiss yeah, looking Army. Like, uh, looking like Richard Pryor there when he was doing the stand-up comedy. Right, right. <laughs> that uh, That's a, re- a quick release. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So I was like, "Wow!" No, I, one of the nice. I don't have many in my collection. In fact, out of all the straps I have, I only have one. One that's a quick release. It's the one from Cheapest Natos. Um, it makes life <clears throat> so much easier. Like, oh yeah, it's on the start. So whenever yeah. I want to swap it out, it literally like 
just a few seconds, just boom, boom. But when right. I have to get my tools and I have to make sure the spring bar doesn't go into my eye, and ju- right. I can't uh-huh. tell you the number of times I've, I've oh, I'm all oh, in, and then oh, boom, it goes flying across the room. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's the most aggravating shit ever. It is, especially when you're in, no. when you're in a hurry, right? You're like, hey, right. I wanna I wanna match my outfit. I really wanna wear this, and the wife is wearing for you, or you know you're running late. There's just no right. way. You're like, I gotta go mm-hmm. with something else, then. Right. Oh and man! Then, then the spring bar fly across the room, and you can't find another one to fit it. <laughs> That's like the worst. You're like, like yo. should I get a magnet and start kind of going right. inch by inch? Right. That's hilarious, man. And then all of a sudden, a few weeks later, you find it on the floor somewhere. <laughs> where like, like, damn, what the hell? <laughs> that's hilarious. Oh my god. That's funny. Well, I mean, that's that's the reason why we get those uh, toolkits, and they come with a bunch of different spring bars right. and stuff like that. But, but do, do you know? Do, have you changed? Your straps so much that the actual spring bar tool like starts to wear down. Yes, yes, and I've changed it so much that the actual spring bar, because they're kind of cheap, they break on me. <laughs> so, yeah. Yes, I've had I've had that. If you're a watch, if you're a real watch enthusiast and you do this enough, yes, the I've answer tried, is I've, yes. <laughs> I've tried to do video. I've done videos where I like switched out straps and shit, but. The, the the thing is like the behind the scenes like it may take me like 15 20 minutes oh, just to yeah. get it right so then you have to cut edit and oh my god well you see you seen my my videos lately what I, what I really like doing when I'm when I'm discussing a watch or when I'm whatever doing a, a review I always make sure that I change the straps because one of my pet peeves for watch reviewers when i when i see a watch that i'm really interested in i always want to know well what does it look like aside from the strap that it comes right so i have to jump on instagram i have to go on google i have to do so for for me it's like you know what i want to give my audience everything that i would like so yes you are correct when i'm changing the straps it takes a while so yes it takes when i do that portion of my video i know it's gonna take me at least an hour just to film whatever i'm filming changing the straps right. making sure that everything looks nice again like people don't realize the behind the scenes that goes into all of right. this, especially the podcast i mean people right. we yeah. we talk outside of the podcast we brainstorm we gotta write everything down so this is this is no easy task especially right. with our families we have jobs i mean we have a lot mm-hmm. of different things we always record on sunday it's almost right. seven o'clock six thirty seven o'clock in the morning California time, so right. and that's why we appreciate everything you guys do for us with the listeners and every time you give us feedback. It means the world because we're doing this not just for us, but we wanna we wanna become somebody uh, in the watch world, and this is the, the 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 honest truth. I mean, I know we're not gonna be the next Tim Masso or or something big like that, but hey, it, as long as people take us seriously, oh yeah, we have a voice. Uh, that's awesome. And we'll get a little bit more into that about our goals in 2020 and what the things that we got coming. But let me do my wristwatch check before we uh, take the whole hour just talking about our wrist. Hold on. Wait, wait, wait. I got, I got one more thing we, since we're talking about the straps. Why does Casio make it so damn hard to put a NATO strap on? <laughs> yes. Why? You know what? I, I got a video coming on that on my G Shock. Is the D no the GW? I was going yeah one hundred. Hey, I was gonna ask you about that. Like, how did you school it? When I saw the uh, picture of you in the snow, 
I said, oh, he did change the strap on there. I said, okay. Yeah, I, I wonder. I wonder how he did that. I okay. have the video. I have the right, video coming right. up. I'll be, I'll be waiting. You have to buy accessories for it, of course. You know, oh, so God. if if you take off the straps, you just uh. you can't put a NATO. They sell an uh, an adapter that um that, it, that I'll show it in the video. But yeah, it costs. yeah. okay. It, I was yeah, talking to. I think our last episode I talked about it. So basically, if you get it from Casio, it's like twenty bucks for that accessory. It's like two little plastic resin pieces that are the end links they oh, come God. with a spring bar but i got them from this chinese company on ebay for nine bucks it came oh, okay. with the with the yeah. two little okay, resin pieces spring yeah. bar okay. yeah. yeah and it, it actually works really well and what i did i know in my last episode i was like but i think i made a mistake because now the nato makes the watch sit a lot higher well what i did i cut the nato right. so now it's a single strap uh pass uh NATO or I don't know what you want to call it now that's a single pass and it made mm-hmm. a world of difference now it's super okay. comfortable it sits on my wrist really nice and when I was in the snow it was super cool because having the NATO gives you the ability to either wear it on your wrist right. or, or wear it wrist. on top or, or, or right. on top of your jacket that way when you're doing things or whatever you could just look down and you have it on top of your jacket I thought it was like right. super cool I was like I got a feature of this so I recorded myself in the snow and different things so I'm gonna I'm gonna do a video on that just to show how rugged this watch is and how cool it looks. Yeah, that's hot. Weekend. Yeah, yeah. So, so we're doing that. But uh, uh, the, the, the wrist check. So what am I wearing? I am wearing my Christmas gift, my Bulova Lunar Pilot. Mm. Uh, I did a review on this guy as well. So go to SoCal Watch Reviews on YouTube. Check it out. I actually did an yeah. unboxing and a review. I got the, the PV version, my friend. Uh, there's four different iterations of this guy. I went with this black one just because my wrist is a little smaller. And this guy is uh, 45 millimeters all in all, lug to lug. So it is a little big. But the black actually just makes it look a little smaller. I don't know how, but it, ju- it just does. And I love it so far. I did change the strap on it. I put it on this really cool vintage looking leather strap from watch gecko and it just completely changed the watch nothing wrong with the strap it came on it was like a black leather strap kind of nato nato style but it's not because it actually gets connected uh to the watch in a traditional way Mm -hmm. uh on each one of the each one of the lugs but i don't know just having an all black watch has never been one of my one of my one of my things that's why i switched the the uh, Casio G-Shock to this kind of army green color, olive green NATO. I just yeah. like playing with different things, you know. So, so right, far, right. I love Absolutely. it. Man. It's, it's been awesome. And believe it or not, I've gotten so many compliments on this just from regular folks. I go to, uh, I went to Old Navy. I went to, I forgot what, supermarket. Family members, they look at this thing and they, they oh, that, what is that? That's really right. nice. That's really mm-hmm. cool. Because if you really if you really think about it and you kind of look at it since it's kind of big and it kind of looks like a fashion watch at first glance, people like that kind of stuff, you know. And that's right, yeah, again, uh-huh. again, that's kind of the what we're going back to when people what are what are they drawn to? They're drawn to that kind of big, kind of fashion looking watch. Now, watch enthusiasts move away from the big things and like the more smaller things. And here's the beauty about me, and I know you too. We could appreciate both watches. We could go from a 34 millimeter all oh, the yeah. way up to a 45 millimeter and be mm-hmm. okay with it. We're not we're not snobby in that way. We're cool, whatever. We love watches. It doesn't matter. Like, you know what? At the end of the day, 
we or people are so fixated on what other people are going to think, what other people are going to say about them, how they're going to come across. You know what? Screw everybody else. Oh, yeah. The main thing, people, how do you feel about the watch? How do you feel about your shoes? How do you feel about the car you're driving? What matters is you and then you and then guess what? You. So that's it. If you right. take anything away from us, is that be comfortable in your own skin, wear whatever the hell you want. And this for me, I love it. Not just the looks of it, but the history of it. I mean, it's right, crazy right. that the Omega Speedmaster gets all the love because NASA actually picked them, which all of my respect to them. And I love the Speedmaster. Oh, yeah. One of my grails. Oh, yeah. I'm not bashing them. But you could have a Speedmaster for over $5,000. You could pick up this guy. Full disclosure, again, we're transparent on this podcast. I picked up this guy on eBay, brand new, box, papers, warranty card, but I picked it up from a reseller or from a seller that only sells refurbished products. I was a little hesitant, but I did my research. I was like, okay, I'll give him a shot, right? Right. This watch, brand new, everywhere, Joma Shop, everywhere, you could pick it up for a little over $300, right? This watch, I ended up uh, picking it up for 160 bucks. Furthermore, yeah. when I got it, and this is a huge discussion I had with P and I had with Fred from Chaluso, on the actual back, on the case back, there is a B, the logo for Bulova. It is engraved on the case back in a color white. They, they, they finished it in white uh, or it's lasered in. And uh, I, I looked at other pictures of this watch and I was like, it does not feature that. Why does it have that? Well, turns out that Bulova... I don't know about other companies, but Bulova, when somebody returns something, whether it be Macy's, Nordstrom, online, whatever, and it goes back to them and they have to open it up, make sure it has a new battery and, and make sure it's ready to be resold as refurbished, they make a marking on it just to make sure that people don't sell it as brand new and rip you off. Right. right. So I was extremely upset because I am picky with my things, right? I, I just paid money, even though it was 160 bucks and it was a huge discount. The fact that they didn't mention it in the actual uh, eBay listing, it pissed me off because I sell things on eBay and I'm very transparent about things, whether it's as a crack or it's dirty or scratch or whatever. I'm very transparent about that. So I called them out. Long story short, I actually ended up getting $15 back as a credit and I ended up keeping the watch. So all in all, I got a re- Oh, there goes P making the hot pockets again. <laughs> oh yeah oh yeah so nah, green green tea bro green tea green tea. whatever so anyway, <laughs> long story short i ended up picking up this watch brand new box paper warranty card for 145 dollars. so people mm, do mm. your research and if you're okay with a little marking on the back then nobody's ever gonna see and if they do it, it's it's a cool thing because it's unique it's different and it's actually from bulova so i got it for 145 bucks so that was my christmas gift uh, I mean, to me, it's nothing. Like the the B means nothing. You know what I mean? So, well, you know, I was making a big deal about it. Right. I was, was going to return it and everything. But P asked me. He's like, "Look, how important is it to you, or how much does it bother you that you're going to return it, and and in turn, you're going to have to pay three hundred dollars, you know, one hundred and fifty dollars more just for a watch that doesn't have that B on it." Right. So to me, it just didn't make sense because I do have my eye on other things, you know, and I want accessories and I want different things. So I was like, you know what? You're 100% right. Not only and that. And not only that, it was one of your grails, though. It was. You know what I mean? it, it is. So, it is. It is. You know, it is. Yeah. No, it definitely is. 
and uh, I'm, I'm happy with it. You know, I've I've worn it. I've been wearing it, and I'm happy. You know, I'm I'm happy with it. And this is again, it goes back to one of those things where, as long as you're happy, it's all that matters. And I am. You know, it's not often that I walk around with this and take it off and show people the case back. And even if I did, right. guaranteed they wouldn't say, "Well, why does that be there?" Because it, right. it is a Bulova logo. Unless they had it next to another one and they were comparing them, then they'd be able to, right. to see it or whatever. So, whatever. But anyways, that's the that's the wrist check. That's a little bit about our Christmas gifts, what we got. Uh, and I got my wife the – she had the Apple One generation, Series One or whatever. I actually mm-hmm. ended up getting her the Series Five. So, yes, my wife got a more expensive watch for Christmas than I did. And I would say that she's loving it, but she's – Still hasn't worn it. Still in the box. <laughs> yeah. Get to it. Yeah, yeah. So, get to it. But I'm excited about it because I want. I really want to review it on the channel. I'm a little nervous because I don't really know much about the watches, but it'll be cool to feature right, right. now just to kind of maybe compare it or, or, or do a yeah. versus. Right, pick one of my watches and and see who who wins in what aspect or whatever. But uh, right, something we're gonna talk about then. P. It's uh, the best and the worst of 2019. So I'll let you go yeah. first. Let's let's start it off. Uh, see, I, I want to hear what you got. By the way, P hasn't heard my, my my picks. I haven't heard his. So so let's get into it. This is our reaction to each other's picks. Right. Let's see what you got. All right. Uh, first on my list is the Oars Diver 65 Chronograph. Wait, so are you doing best or worst for you? Best. This is best. This oh, okay, is best. okay. So the Oars, what was it? Diver 65 Chronograph. 43 mm. millimeters, stainless steel. Uh, it has a. It looks like a brown distressed leather strap, and I like that. You know what I'm saying? Sapphire yeah. crystals, crystal, Swiss made mechanical movement. Like this thing is like awesome. You know what I'm saying? And and it's it's an older version of a watch they did in 1965. So yeah, a, a, a later model that is. Yeah, no, for sure, right? and that's yeah. uh, geez, like okay, I, I don't want to, I don't want to give it away, but okay, that that something like that was on my list, so that's, right, that's super cool, man. Yeah, yeah. Oris, Oris doesn't get enough love. Oh, you know what? I take that back. They've actually been getting some love. Twenty nineteen, I think it was Oris's year. I mean, a lot of people talked about them. You know? With, oh yeah, uh, yeah. With Div- I don't, again, I don't want to talk about things because I do have Oris on my list. Uh, uh, so. Uh-huh, uh-huh. But yeah, I'm I'm looking at right. this thing, you know. This this is beautiful, yeah. P. This is a yeah. really good pick. Oh my goodness! Mm-hmm. Something about yes, that, that something, you know that that yellow printing of the Oars logo and the where it says water resistance, you know, hundred meters Swiss made. That is so cool. Even the yeah. numbers that they picked for the sub dials, very vintage inspired. Oh yeah, oh yeah. This is this is nice, man. Yeah, yes, no, sir. Wow, 43, uh, Clyde. This is super uh-huh. cool. Good pick. Good pick, man. Oh, yeah. Got to give it to you. So, yeah, it has a, a caliber as uh, 771. This is Alita 510 yeah. base. Okay, so, so the, that's the cool thing about Oris, too, that they're very uh, transparent about their movements. Right, right. And they don't claim to be in-house. I know right. some of their watches obviously started having the in-house, but that is super cool. Um, I mean, that's why I liked it. You know what I mean? Like, you know. And you, you will see it's a pattern as I go down the list. Got it. You, well, see, the, you will see a pattern. I guess the only thing that I that I kind of, I don't have something against this, but it, it is a little pricey in my opinion, especially uh, uh, on the leather strap is $4,000. And 
and right, on, right, on the yeah. bracelet is forty two fifty. I would definitely go right. for the bracelet. It's two hundred and fifty yeah. bucks more, but uh, for sure. But anyway, yeah, sorry. All right, cool. Let's let's yeah. do it. What else? What else? What do you got? The Brightling Aviator. Mm-hmm. A B O one chronograph forty three millimeters. Yo, now I'm a, I'm a Navi timer guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I thought this one was awesomely spectacular, and it's <laughs> on a brown leather strap. I'm choosing the brown leather strap. You know I, I mean? see a pattern here. You're liking leather, yeah? Huh? <laughs> yeah, man. Um, you know the the hands on it got the red outline. You know what I mean? Chronograph, uh, the one at the three and the one at the six are red. Then they changed it up with the one on the nine and made the hand black. Like, I think that's, like, genius for some reason. I don't know why, but that thing looks great. So, is it the chronograph, right? Not not the... Yeah, the chronograph. Okay, yeah. okay. And yeah. which one is it? The B, B01? The Aviator yeah. 8? Yeah. B01 yeah. chronograph. They call yeah. it the Mosquito. That's yeah, the Mosquito. Yeah. What the uh-huh. heck? It's a little pricey, yeah. man. I'm not gonna lie. It's uh almost yeah, I, I, eight thousand dollars. I went the Fred route on this one, man. You know what I'm saying? You know how we had the watches like affordable? I went the Fred route from Shaluso with the expensive shit. Ah. Like. You see what I'm saying? Well, you typically always go for the affordable stuff, you know. That's you always talk about Timex and Right. I went kind of high with this one. That's you know good, what I mean? yeah. I like you know, it. You know what I mean? So that's that. But my next one, I think, is definitely uh, definitely affordable. But I think it's as luxurious, as good-looking. It's, it's, uh. So my third pick is Long Jeans, mm. 1832 Heritage Moon Phase, mm. 40 millimeters, stainless steel, brown alligator leather strap. Wow. Now, long, long jeans is not not that expensive. Uh, what's, nah. what's do you happen to know the price on that guy? This one is going for about uh, seventeen hundred. Oh man! So so wow. it's definitely in like my affordable range if I wanted to get kicked out. You know what I mean? Affordable range. <laughs> yeah, if I wanted to get kicked out, you know. So this is beautiful, yeah. man. Yes, sir. Yeah, I'm looking at it now. Yeah. It's uh, 1832 with that uh-huh. leather strap. Uh, now the you know, the moon face, right? The moon face. Yeah, the moon, the moon face. Moon face. Moon face. This is beautiful. You know. Wow. And, and and the moon face to me, like I love like moon face watches. You know what I mean? I yeah. don't have one yet, but yeah, I mean either. Tw- tw- so 2020, 2020 would be my year for that. So they they have you know if you go the vintage right, I know I've seen a lot of well, depending how much money you want to spend but I know like a citizen you could get like old school citizens with moon faces even newer ones like really really inexpensive um I know this is not a true moon face but um Orient offers the sun and moon uh right. that that's really cool too it's not automatic though it's all it's all quartz now, right. as far as this thing goes, I mean, it, it's extremely elegant. Your long jeans that you're that you're picking, uh, it is automatic. The only thing I don't like, it's thirty meters water resistant. I would like to at least. Oh see yeah, a, yeah, yeah. I would like to see a hundred, just yeah. because, you know, you got to wash your hands and, and you got to walk in the rain. So thirty, but uh, that's I, a, I think thirty would be enough to walk in. The you rain. think? Yeah, to I'll walk be a in the rain. Nervous. But 
But then again, I wouldn't wear it in the rain. Well, well, there are some days where it just rains after. Blue, yeah, you know exactly. So, yeah. This is cool. I like I like this pick yeah. though. It's really cool, yes, man. Uh, what do you have more? Or? Yeah, I got. I have two more. I have, oh, uh, oh, look at you! All right. Uh, AP Code eleven fifty nine. Yeah, yeah, and you know why they called it that, right? Uh, I did, and I forgot. Can you remind me? <laughs> uh, it, the biggest launch since nineteen seventy two, the year of the Royal Oak. Mm. You know what I mean? Self winding chronograph, eighteen karat pink case, gold case. It has a curved sapphire crystal. Now. But the price range is like, yeah, oh my expensive. God, oh <laughs> Damn near forty thousand dollars. But I think it's, I think it's nice looking, man. Okay, I really no comment because I, I, uh, I have something like that on my list, so I, I'll, I'll get to it when I get to mine. But no okay. comment. Okay, okay, all right, all right. I'm glad you put the movement watch on the on the list. <laughs> <laughs> And my last pick, I had to go affordable. Okay. You know what I mean? Like, you know, so I picked the Q Time X mm. Pepsi. Yes. You know what I'm saying that, that that was all the rage of 2019. Yeah, it was. You know what I mean? So, you know, I think Timex is doing excellent right now. You know what I'm saying? They have well, one kind they of. Have one, <laughs> they, they, had, they had one mishap this year, I think, maybe mm-hmm. one or two. But for the most part, yeah, yeah, they've been doing all right. You know, they'll so, make up for it if they come out with that Batman that you and I talked about. Because so far, it was supposed to be sold in January. Uh, January is here, and I haven't seen anything. So they oh better not God, let us down, because we put that thing everywhere online. Yeah, so I know. It's going to make know. us look like fools. Right, right. <laughs> yeah, I know. I, I was thinking about that earlier. Q-Timex Pepsi, but, yeah. Gotta, gotta, gotta be honest with you. So I, I got the Q-Timex. And I got it into to review it, right? So I did an unboxing video. I did a, a review on it. And you know this. I did not wear that watch for months. Right. I had it in the box. I, was, I had it for sale. But, of course, because Timex kept releasing these things, they weren't that special anymore. So right. uh-huh. nobody bought it. And I was, I was basically selling it for the same amount that I got it. But I had to up up the price a little bit because of the eBay fees. Because that's how I sell myself right. on eBay. So that extra, I don't know, 30, 40 bucks I was asking for, it didn't sell. But tell you what, P, I was going out to recently in December to a, a party, a party. It was a party for mm-hmm. my son or something like that, uh, one of his friends. So I told my wife, I'm like, you know what? I'm not going to sell this thing. Timex just released a bunch of them. They're still on the website. They haven't sold out. Nobody's going to buy it from me at that price because again she's like well whatever i care less <laughs> do whatever you want to do right. so i took off all the stickers and i've been wearing it i've worn it probably four times now and i gotta what? say yep I've, I've worn it four times and the whole day too not just for like a little bit i've worn it right. four times and i gotta say that did you take the bracelet off no no i actually kept it i i was gonna change okay. it but I the thing about the key time makes that the way that the sh- the the cases where the lo- as opposed to where the lugs lug holes are in the back, you mm-hmm. need a strap that that comes out 
but then kind of goes to the side to taper where the case is. It's, it's a weird explanation. If you, if you right. want to know what I'm talking about, go on my Instagram. So anyways, I did not change the strap on it. I just kind of kept that old school. And one thing I do have to say, it's a hair puller. Oh my God. It pulled my mm. hair so, so bad, but it's only when it moves up your wrist and stuff like that. So I kind of right. make sure that it's not moving, but when it does move it, you can feel it. Like, Ouch. Yeah. <laughs> but I got to say that when you're wearing that watch, it is so under the radar because number one is light. Number two, the, the profile is, is so small that it doesn't, it, it just goes under the cuff so nice. And when it does poke out a little bit and you see that kind of cool mm-hmm. little Pepsi uh, bezel and the, the Fotina uh, loom that they have on it, it's, I personally really like it. And I was like, I get it. I get it. I, I didn't get it because I didn't wear the watch. And to me, it was just like it was kind of ugly with the bracelet. I wasn't a fan of it. But now that I actually wore it, and I actually have a picture of it, I was I was just kind of kicking back. I had jeans, a Nike sweatshirt, and my Jordan shoes. So that what? The, the, what? You didn't see that picture? Come on, man. It's on Instagram. So the... the, the Is it? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. The, With the, the red tip Jordans. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. So, yeah, the, yeah, so yeah, I, I have it. some red, black, and white Jordans. The red played off on my on the bezel so nicely that I was yeah that was hot. This is that so was hot cool. As hell. You know yeah. what I mean? So and, and uh-huh. I don't have any red watches in my collection. I don't have any blue watches in my right. collection. So this thing just hits so many points. So that's I'm deviating from the list here again. But um, right. the key time is if you have an opportunity to to actually look at one in the flesh, and I'm telling you too, P, because I know mm-hmm. for a fact you will love that one. You know, but it's it's not inexpensive. It's almost right. two hundred it, it, bucks it, it, for a it's, quarter. It's definitely coming in twenty nineteen. I mean twenty twenty. Damn. So all right, all right, yeah, all right. So definitely. So you got four on your list. Any any more on the best? That's it. Uh, that was five. Okay, cool. Yeah, there that you was go. Five. There you go. So, let's go to your so worst. On, I'm on curious. to the worst. Uh, I really hated to put this one on the list, but I the Tassat Heritage nineteen seventy three chronograph. Hmm. My problem with it is the case design. I actually have a Timex with the same case design. Really? But it's something like 36 millimeters. This one is too big, I think, for this watch, for this case size. So 1970, what is it? Nineteen Heritage 1973 Chronograph. Okay. Yeah. And then for the price... You're getting a for sixteen hundred dollars, damn near. You're getting a satin polished stainless steel case with a black cap leather strap. Strap? No, no, no. I don't think so. You know, and I know it's in the uh, the uh, the motor racing genre of watches. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? But yeah, I, I'm just not feeling that. I'm not feeling that at all. Yeah, so I, I do see it right here. Yeah. So it's 40, 46 millimeters. Wow. Yeah. I wonder if that's well, I mean it's kind of a weird what what would you say this is? Kind of like a turtle. If you were talking Seiko, it's almost like a turtle design, right? Kind of right, like, yeah. It doesn't have it almost looks like a key timex, yeah, because it's like kinda the, the, the lugs come from the bottom of the watch. It's, right, it's uh, it's kind of like integrated lugs, if you would, and it does have that automatic right. movement. I think this is a little pricey for a Tiso. I yeah, mean, for sure, for sure. And, and it it missed the mark to me. It missed the mark. 
So let me ask you something. If this watch was a little bit less expensive, let's say you get an automatic chronograph, let's say it was um, 800 bucks, would still miss the mark for you? Yeah, it would because I don't like the, the, the big case design of that particular design of the case. I don't like, I think that's too big. So what 43. would be the perfect? So 40, 42? Nah, uh, somewhere around, uh, I would say 36, 38. Huh. You know okay. what I'm saying? You know. Yeah. You know, right. I, 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 I can do like, you know what I'm saying, like the bigger 45 and all that. I could do that. But, but not with this so, case shape. Nah, nah, not with that case shape, no. Mm, that makes sense. Mm-mm. Cool. All right. Nah. Next. Uh, you have the Tag Heuer. Mm. Monaco 2009, yeah. 2019 limited edition stainless steel, black calfskin, leather strap, perforated racer strap. Now, mm. my problem with this watch is everything. <laughs> everything. I don't like the square design. Um, well, do you like I, the original design? Do you like the original Monaco? Yeah, I like that one, but this one here, like, I just, I can't. I guess I'm just not a racing guy. I mean, the the, the size is perfect at 39 millimeters, but I just, I just. Uh, it's expensive too. I, I yeah. Uh huh. Forty five hundred dollars. Yeah. You know what I mean? Um, and usually I like most stuff tag do, you know. But this here, yeah. I don't like the the, chrono- the, the the chronograph shape. I definitely don't like the fact that, you know, and this is like on any watch because I'm a right-handed guy, you know what I'm saying, with the crown being on the left side, like, that's, mm. like, so aggravating to me, and it's aggravating for me to have a watch on my right hand because, I, it, I, look, I just be I'm all with ass you. Yeah. you yeah, know I'm what I mean? You. So, you know, I don't, I don't like the, 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 the placement of the function pushers. It's just everything about this. It's just... No, I'm with you. I've... And, and, and maybe this is people are going to hate me for this, but I don't really like the tech Monaco, even the original one. I don't, right. I don't hate it, right. but it just, it's never been, I don't really like square watches for whatever reason. Even right. the tanks to me, it's like, I don't, I appreciate them or the reversal. I, I, I think I, they look very, very nice, but I've never been a fan of them. Right. But then again, right. I've never tried one on. So I, I right. just like the key time mix. I, 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 I even owned the damn thing and I said that I didn't like it until I actually wore it like wore it the whole day, you know, and I right. just wore it just for five minutes, you know. So mm-hmm. all right, cool. All right. I'm with you on that. All right. Next, what do you got? My third one. I don't think this is gonna be surprising to many people, but the Q Time Mix Falcon Eye. Mm. Now I don't how can I explain this? <laughs> Such a Timex fanboy. But, yo, <clears throat> I love the blue dial. I just think that the, the gold outlining was unnecessary. Yeah. And and I think the bracelet was unnecessary on this one. You know what I mean? Um, I've seen a few pictures of some people wearing it, and it looked okay, but I wouldn't put it on my wrist. No, that's you know what a I mean? horrible looking piece. Seriously, it's like you know what I mean. Yeah, how do you go like, from that Q Time Mix Pepsi, which was a smash, right? Hit success to this ugly looking piece of garbage, right. and 
like you said, they should have kept it on the bracelet that the original Timex came, the the Pepsi one came in. Yeah. Why do you Why do you even mess with it that much? Just if it's if it's a success, just change the colorway on it. Just yeah. like if the Batman was the real thing, I mean, I guarantee that'll be a smashing success because oh, they would change yeah. the movement. It looks beautiful. Yeah, that right. that um, Falcon Eye for me just. It's horrible, man. You know, I wish a falcon would come and swoop it up and throw it somewhere. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. And, and the funniest thing is they were they were pushing it, doing the marketing and everything, and it just never sold out. I, I guarantee they're gonna go on sale at one point because nobody wants that garbage. Even on Instagram, I mean, like I think the marketing was nice for it. Like, no, you yeah, know, like it was nothing nice, wrong with it. But the watch itself the watch sucks. was just. Like promoting, promoting, you know, piece of mm-hmm. <laughs> piece of crap is like here. Look, it's the like, best thing in the world, and I was gonna get it. Like I said, they 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 can't. If I if I had my choice, I would say Timex was the big hit in twenty nineteen. But that's just my for the most part, yeah, yeah, for the most part, you know. But you know, they shit. Falcon that just flew over my head, <laughs> literally. Yeah, shit. no. I'm with you. Yeah, I think now, a lot of people are too. <laughs> yeah. Now my fourth is the the recent Seiko Five line. Mm. You know. Um, yep. I don't. I don't get how. Like the the Seiko Five was such a successful line, being the fact that when they actually created the Seiko 5, they wanted to make an affordable watch. Right. You see what I'm saying? And for them to jump from that, and then I, and, and Seiko 5 stood for five separate things, like, I can't right. even remember it. I can't even remember right now. Well, but, one of them was being an automatic movement. Right, being an automatic kept. movement, yeah. You know what I mean? Um, date, date, I think was another... Date, date, uh, date. Oh, man. Yeah, I forgot. It escaped, it escaped me, but and they they came through with those principles for this watch. Right. But now with this new line, I don't even think they look as good as the the, the ones they came out with previously and the price is even more. You know what I mean? Like I don't Yeah. It's it's not if I'm going to pay that much for a watch, I would rather get a start. Yep. You know what I mean? Like I wouldn't even touch a Seiko Five. I would even get like something like a Seiko Five Sports before I touch that. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, I think it's just terrible. I think they're making a big mistake. But hey, it's their money. It is what it is. It is. Yep. Like I said, every everybody you love can't do everything right. You know what I mean? I'm yeah. just I'm just one that believe that they'll see the mistake that they made. And I'm pretty sure they've heard about it through the community. You know what I'm saying? I know there's some people out there that actually love this new line and think it's cool, but I just don't. Well, I'm know? not. I'm not talking much or saying much because that was actually on my list. I'm not going to okay. tell you if it was on my worst or on okay. my best, but I'll discuss a little bit more when I get to it. But okay. great minds think alike, and right. there's a few in here that are repeats for me too. So people, right. again, we didn't talk beforehand, so we. Right. This is just Absolutely. the way it is. <laughs> Absolutely. So my last one, and this shouldn't come to a surprise to anyone, but any fake watch produced over the 2019 year. 
Amen. Any fake <laughs> one ever. <laughs> right, right, ever. You know what I'm saying? Especially the the, the ones that uh that actually can pass as real. Especially oh, those. Those are the scary ones. Yep. You know what I'm saying? So the ones know. selling for like a thousand dollars or eight hundred bucks and people right, actually right. pay that money. Uh-huh. It's ridiculous. Right, yeah, for sure. So, you know, that's those are my five worst. Okay, cool. You know, and if you want to know about a uh, 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 somebody getting busted with a fake IWC watch, y'all can go to the Ross Wrist Ross Wristwatch Love channel and check, check out that out. video. Yep, that was a I'm good saying? video, Ross. Right? You yeah. know what I'm saying? Because that that was almost one that could have passed. But yep, that was a good video. I, yeah. I do recommend checking that one out. The story in that is pretty good so ch- check it out man so my my turn let's get into it so let me start off with my best i guess mm-hmm. um so for me grand seiko with the seasons collection all four of those guys just blew me away especially the winter i mean you get that right. that heritage that is grand seiko and the prestige and the finishing and the mm-hmm. tiles Oh my God, the dials for me just do it with Grand Seiko. One pet peeve that I do have with Grand Seiko is the power reserve indicator. I just don't know why they keep putting it in the front. They should move that to the back and have such a clean, simple dial design. But yeah, I like that, it. That's, that's hot. Mm. You like it? I don't yeah, know, I like man. I, I think it just it adds is. too much to 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 the to the dial. But you know what? It's becoming a Grand mm-hmm. Seiko thing. It's like. Everybody already knows it's going to come with a power reserve indicator in the, in right. the front. But for me, that was a winner. Grand Seiko Seasons Collection. Not so much yeah. like the Auxilla release. I mean, I, I see the, the dial was really cool, whatever. But that's, that's not even on my list. I'm just right. kind of honorable mention. Godzilla design, it just didn't do it for me. But this, The Godzilla? The Godzilla was hot. Nah, I don't think so. But anyways, uh, Grand Seiko Seasons Collection. That, Which one? What what dial would you choose though? The winter, the winter, the winter. Okay. Yeah, and, right, uh, the cool. winter for me. In our last yeah. podcast, I actually mentioned the uh, reference number on that one, which I completely, completely love, and it was the what is it? Grand Seiko SBGA four one five. Right. Um, Forty millimeter sapphire titanium spring drive with the nine R six five movement. It is sixty three hundred bucks, but that is comparable to one of the Rolex's watches, if not even right. better. And for the price, and you could actually get it if you go to the store mm-hmm. and have the money, you actually get it. So, right, I like that one. It's number one pick on me. Okay, number two pick, the Bulgari Octofinissimo Chrono GMT. I mean, this is the thinnest auto chrono in the world at six point nine millimeters. When the first time I saw the Octofinissimo line. It just uh-huh. kind of blew me away. There's something about that aesthetic, right? It's kind of like a very Genta-like <laughs> um, inspired kind of case, but in its own different. It's so beautiful. It's so beautiful. I, I've never held one. Oh, yeah, I'm that's nice. Dying to to uh, to hold one. Um, but, yeah, the, the Bulgari definitely brought the heat in 2019. Octofinissimo line. They have different yeah, ones, nice. but th- this is imagine it. it's a cr- not only is it a chronograph, but it's a GMT, and right. it's the thinnest in the world, six point nine millimeters. So I mm. mean, the rotor is like tiny, a micro rotor or whatever. But uh, it's it's awesome, man. It's awesome. It's an awesome. Yeah, I like the, I like the way the date is between the four and the five. Yeah, yeah. Everything nice. about this watch is yeah. this is really really classy. Um, 
So that's my pick for that. I, I really like that Bulgari okay, defense. Cool. Smell. Next, you had it on your list, and I, I just talked about it the key time next the Pepsi. To oh, me, yeah. I, it had to go on there. You know, it, it, it just, I hate the word disrupted, but it really did that. How did Timex Yo. go from everybody kind of dismissing it to being as hot as it was with that Pepsi version? It's crazy. Everybody was talking about it. Who Dinky was talking about it. All these podcasts, all these YouTubers. It created so much buzz for $179. So I'm telling you, owning one, is it worth the price? At that price, yes. Anything above 200 bucks from resellers, no. Right, right. But it's a cool-looking watch. And I guarantee in the future, if they discontinue this watch or whatever, it's going to be a classic. Oh, yeah. Guarantee. Guarantee it's going to be a classic. People are going to be like, remember 2019 when Timex did that thing? Right. It's uh-huh. going to be a classic. So that's that's number three on my list. Then number four on my list, the Oris Big Crown Pilot. Ooh. Uh, no, Oris Big Crown Pro Pilot X. Ooh. Badass watch. I no, mean, talk nice. about, talk nice. about um, Oris doing something big, doing something different, bringing their own movement and just saying, you know, screw everybody else. You know, this, this thing it, was... Is that the caliber 115? I think so. Okay. Uh, yeah. Well, is it? Yeah. I don't know. I'm, I don't remember. Yeah, I think it is. I think it is. Yeah. Uh huh. But uh, I I just love that watch, and a lot of people um, had a lot of a lot of hate against it just because oh it's a it's a skeletonized case and yeah that's you it. know that's caliber one fifteen yeah I I think yeah. it looks beautiful man I I, I don't like um, skeletonized watches like that's right. not really my my cup of tea. But um, this thing, I don't know, first time I saw it, I was like, just the design of it, just the, the way that the bracelet looks. Yeah, I like it's the way beautiful. that bracelet taper off, though. Yeah, and then that is cool, nice. we, we kind of talked about the, the buckle, the, the way that the buckle um, opens up. It's almost like if you're in a, in a it's a seatbelt of, of an airplane. Right. So I think that's super cool. Um, is the, so that, is it, does it have a, a display case back? It does. Okay. Right, yeah, no, cool. it definitely does. It definitely yeah. does. Um, the price is another thing that people were kind of complaining about, and I get it. You know, it's seventy six hundred bucks for an or is it's a little, it's a little expensive. But what you get, I mean, it's an in house movement, right? A ten day power reserve. I mean, that's crazy, right? So yeah, I like the way they got that on the chronograph right there too. Yeah, titanium. 10 days, yeah. Mm-hmm. So I, I I like this watch. You know, forty four millimeters. Yeah, it's not the not the smallest, but I don't know, man. It's just, this watch is awesome. I've never yeah. seen one in the metal, but I cannot wait to check one out. I I just I know some people have said that it looks like the Terminator watch. <sighs> I think that was somebody from uh, Ten and Two. One of one of the cats said that, uh-huh. and I agree with that. I mean, I, it does look very futuristic. It does look very mechanical. Right. But that's the appeal. I, I just I think it's really cool. I think it's very very cool. Now speaking of Oris, they did do uh, another one, the Oris Diver sixty five, but the Houdinki edition. I know they hundred or two hundred and something. It yeah. was a manual wine Salida movement. It just had that vintage kind of skin diver look to it, and it just I'm not a, I'm not a I've seen some of their Oris sixty uh, fives and they're they're nice, but that specific one that they did with Houdinki. 
something about it. It, just, it was so cool, vintage inspired that it just it just did it for me. Now, again, it's not fair to pick uh, something that's um, a limited release as a as a good thing as one of my best. But I did. I was like, you know what? Honorable mention, right. whatever. I'll just I'll just pick it. Right. So, so let's get into the worst. Uh, worst, of course, the Bell and Ross BR zero five. Oh man, where do mm. I start? I mean. I can't the, wait to hear this one. Yeah, I know this bracelet, about to be a rant. <laughs> the the bracelet alone, man. I mean, come on, protect the leap. It's just like a nautilus, you know. It's like, and then those those the the, the case shape is just an AP. It's like right. everybody in 2019, everybody and their mom wanted to come out with a blue face steel watch, and it's right. just so annoying to just do your own thing. I mean. Bellarod is a cool company. I mean, they, right. they have very unique designs that you could tell from a mile away. So for them to want to copy somebody else and come out with something that looks like something else, it sucks, you know? But and that's going for about $4,000, A little over. A little mm. over $4,000. So it's just like, it, in my opinion, it just, it just missed the mark. It missed mm. the mark, but um, I don't know, man. I, I don't know. It's, it's, it, it's, at, it's what price, at what price point would you buy it if you... You know what I'm saying? If you've seen it, honestly, twelve hundred dollars. Twelve hundred, okay. Twelve hundred, maybe. But even then, it's just kind of like, I don't know. I don't know, man. It's just it. I guess the reason I'm complaining about it is I'm I'm starting to turn around on homage watches, right? Right. But when it comes to these price points, number one, the price points, and number two, a company that actually has its own look. For them to just take the easy way out and just say, we're going to copy something else. Look, you have so many cool looking watches in your collection. Why don't you do something unique? Why right. do you have to copy other people when you have your own individuality? And, Absolutely. You know what I mean? So that's, mm-hmm. that, was, that was one. And then kind of piggyback off of that, the Chopard Alpine Eagle, another one. Mm. They came out with the same thing, and it's that, like, had, oh, a, that had a blue face, didn't it? It did. So the down that okay. one's actually really nice, but everything else is just a ripoff of like the AP and again the Patek, and it's just it doesn't make any sense. And selling for over ten thousand dollars, it's ridiculous, right. you know. Um, it just it just doesn't make any sense for that one. And I actually mm-hmm. did see that one in the in the metal. I was uh, believe it or not, I, I didn't get a chance to touch it, but it was I had it in front of me, and I actually did uh-huh. see it. Beautiful, beautiful doll, but it, nah, it just, it, it just doesn't. And, and I know they, they, they talk about, um, like, oh, well, this is a reissue from our vintage watch. Well, the vintage watch was a ripoff of Agenda Design. So basically, right. all you did was take that and now make it even uglier, and then come out with it. It just, it just missed the mark for me. I mean, mm-hmm. the finishing mm-hmm. on it is great. I mean, it's so part, you know, that they do some amazing things. So nothing right. to do with the quality of it. And nothing to do with the quality of it. It's, it's just the aesthetic. Just, just the aesthetic. Just the aesthetic of it. It's it just basically what it is. It just missed the mark for me. I mean, I'm looking at it now. And, yeah, it looks like a, it looks like a Patek, you know. And mm. It just, that's what it is. You know, it just, it just doesn't do it for me. Um, another one. Tudor P01. Oof. Man, it it could have been such a cool watch. I mean, I I get it. They're doing something bold. They're doing something different. They're they're having the balls that Rolex doesn't have and coming right. out with something new, right? Something uh, that's, that was in their vault and never worked out for the Navy uh, because they picked something else. They picked another Tudor. But when I look at that watch, I think of an SKX. 
I think of a Seiko. I mean, look right. at the crown at the four o'clock. What the hell? That's a Seiko right. thing. And yeah. then those those um the protectors, the vessel protectors or whatever. I mean, I get it from uh from a military standpoint where, oh, well, this is going to protect the vessel and it's going to help it not, not move from where you have it set in the hour. Right. It's ugly. What the hell? Like, it's ugly. And then, correct me if it's, I'm wrong, Pete, but if it's a dive watch, why does it come with a leather strap? It just doesn't make right, any sense, right. you know? For $4,000. For over $4,000. Mm-hmm. Now, I give them credit where credit is due. Like I said, they, they were bold enough to do something different, but they missed the mark. To me, that 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 tutor p01 just 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 missed the the mark and also i know it pissed a lot of people off because they kept putting it out there they kept teasing people that Uh something was cooking something was coming out and people were like excited that it was going to be the submariner the old school vintage to the mariner people were crazy about it including myself because i was like dang if they come out with a submariner that's a lot more affordable than the rolex submariner and it has that really cool uh, look to it at a much better price point. I mean, at one point, I may want to own that if I could afford it. Right. But they didn't. They didn't. So that's all. Yeah. That, that, the only thing I think I like about this is the way that they got the uh, the band on it set up. You know what I'm saying? There's some cool things to it. Yeah. But overall, yeah. it just doesn't work, you know? Yeah. Yeah, I feel then, you on that one. AP code 1159. For me, no, yes, no, yes, yes, no. So for me, not the perpetual calendar and not the skeleton versions because those are really, really cool looking, but they're $70,000 and plus. I get those. The thing about the, the code 1159 for me that doesn't work is the dial. So the aesthetic of it, the curve, um, the curved crystal, the lugs, the way that the lugs have like that kind of center um, opening, right? right, and, right. And, and even the leather strap and everything, it's, it's cool. I like it. I appreciate it. I know they had to come up with some new machines to machine these cases and, and do the movement and everything. I get it. Look, I'm not hating on AP, and I know that everybody hates on them because the Royal Oak, that's all they do. And, uh, and I get it. Now they're doing something different. I applaud that. I appreciate it. But... They really miss a mark for me on just their their cleaned out, you know, just the 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 original ones, not not original ones, but the uh, uh, not the not the Turbion, not the Perpetual Calendar, just your right. time only type uh, watches. To me, it looks like a movement watch, and I know it does to to a lot of people as well. And and it just I don't know, man. I just I I don't like mm. so. To to say that the whole Code eleven fifty nine line is garbage, or for me, it, it just is not is not pretty. It's not what I'm saying. Mm. I'm more specifically talking about um, some of the designs because the, the the case design itself is cool. I mean, I get it. To me, I think it's more about the dial. Like I said, the perpetual calendar is beautiful. It has kind of it looks like a dark sky with a bunch of stars, and you have the moon phase, and it's gorgeous. It's gorgeous, right. but to me, it, it's just a simple one. It's just they missed the mark. They it, it looks very minimalistic or whatever, and, and it just looks wow. like a movement watch. And for the price that you're paying, I mean, it's just insane. So I, I just don't very very expensive, very expensive. But I'm actually surprised at that that you don't like this. Really I don't. Surprised. I don't, to be honest with you. So, so yeah, no, I, I, I don't. I mean, I'm looking at it right now because I want to give some references. 
is uh self whining. I don't even know where the where the codes are for this. But yeah, even it's just, they're ugly, man. I'm sorry. It's just <clears throat> the regular ones. It's a, it's a dial though. It's nothing to do with the case. It's nothing to do with the crown. Not the strap. It's the dial because I'm telling you, once they change to that perpetual calendar and that turbion and that skeletonized, uh-huh. they actually look really nice. It's just the very simple ones, the dressy ones that I that I don't like, and I'm sorry for not having a reference number. I'm on our website, and I just can't right. find it anywhere. But, but yeah, that that's kind of what's gonna do it for me. And then oh. the last one, you had it on your list, and I had to put it on my list. Seiko Five. So, uh, the fact that they're discontinuing the SKX, I get it because it was it was running for such a long time, had the seven S two six movement. And you couldn't hack it, you couldn't wind it. It was an outdated movement. I get it. But for them to come out with this new Seiko line and have the same case shape as the SKX, it's a it's a slap in the face. Mm-hmm. Because they're now they're bringing the four R thirty five or thirty six movement. Um, okay, but now you're taking this ISO rated two hundred meter skx watch and now you're you're dumbing it down to 100 meters that doesn't have a uh, screw down crown what are you doing like it just it just right. doesn't make sense and then they want to they want to I, I know what seiko's doing they just want to appeal to people that go to macy's and don't know anything about watches because a lot of these watches they came out with 25 26 or something like that different models of the seiko 5 and they're all modified. So they basically right. took a cue from the Seiko community that modifies the watches and basically did the same thing themselves. I get it. Right. Okay. But I, I don't I don't get like like how why and how they're trying to appeal to like people who shop at Macy's. Like I don't and it, it's like their their main fan base is turned off by it. You know what I mean? It is well. If you look at them, I mean, a lot of them have a different look and different aesthetic. Because if you look at it, SKX is just all stainless steel, very clean. It looks like a dive watch. That to me appeals more to yeah, it appeals to regular folks, but it appeals right. a lot to us, a consumer, right. the watch people, because we kind of know that look. But when you take a watch now and you put it on a crazy NATO and you have this crazy dial and crazy color combinations and a PVD coated case and everything, then it gives you a, a, an array of different options. Um, so that's why people, they, I, I strongly feel they didn't do it for the watch community. They did it for mm-hmm. the mass market to sell more watches. Now, right. is it going to be a success for them? Absolutely. I guarantee um, so for you to say that they're going to realize they made a mistake and everything, I don't think, I think so. I, I don't think, think so. they care about the watch enthusiasts at the end of the day, to be honest with you, or else they would have given us an SKX uh, 2.0 per se with a better movement, maybe a little bit more in price, but it would have been a better watch and they're not doing that. Also, Seiko is going in the direction where they hate to be considered the cheap watch. And I'm going to, I just went to Macy's. Okay. The, the watch section, Seiko had the smallest watch section. They kind of minimized it, and it was empty. So I was like, mm-hmm. I wonder if they're going to bring the Seiko 5s. But it was, it was tiny. I'm like, all right, what is, what is Seiko doing? Maybe they want to move away from, from these retail stores, and maybe they just want to sell online. I don't know what their premise is. What I do know is that they want to position themselves in a position to be a little bit more expensive. They hate to right. be known as the cheap watch. And you could pick up Seiko fives all day, brand new, for less than a hundred bucks online, and you get right. that seven S two six movement, and it's gonna be a, a simple looking watch, but it's it's the value that you get getting an automatic watch for less than a hundred bucks. So, right, I don't know. I just I just 
don't like the Seiko 5 because it's a wannabe Seiko SKX. That's why I don't right. like it. Because and, and it totally destroys, like, the, well, it don't destroy the original Seiko 5 line, but well, with the price it, don't, it don't do it. it yeah, the, with the price, but it don't do it no justice either. It doesn't because you know look, one of the one of the parameters of one of the one of the features of the Seiko Five line was affordability. Now at almost three hundred dollars or over three hundred dollars, how the hell is that affordable? Right, that's not affordable. You're getting but, into but, a range. But again, why would I pay that for that when I could get a SAR? You or wouldn't a pre- or a Prestige. You, you yeah. know what I mean? So yeah, no, <sighs> absolutely, man. But that's that's my picks. You got your picks. I got my picks. Um, so yeah, I think. We we were we we're pretty close on some of them. Like that, I think that uh, we repeated a few of them. But that's that's just yeah, the way that it cool. is, you know. As watch people, that's that's what it is. And uh, anyways, let me let me t- t- tell our, our our audience here about um twenty twenty things to come. We're actually really excited. Our our in in a few weeks, we're gonna have Cat uh, from ten and two. Yeah. Uh, join us. She she accepted the invitation. We're super excited about that. Big things to come in twenty twenty. Yeah. Uh, Pete's actually working on our Facebook yes. uh, page, so we're going to be able to interact with you guys. So yeah. once that's ready, we'll promote it. That way you guys oh, can yeah. go and we could talk, we could uh, share pictures, share stories. Right. Uh, if you guys are interested in uh, coming on the podcast, we're super open, super cool. We're talking to anybody. So if you're if you're open to it, send us a message for now on Instagram. My Instagram is watch reviews p what's yours yeah ross wrist watch love so yeah send us a message go on instagram send us a message any ideas you have or if you want to jump on the podcast we'll be more than happy to have you on and also check us out on youtube so socal watch reviews my youtube uh channel p ross wrist watch love and we're trying to um get a little bit better at that youtube thing obviously we're not uh, film, you know, we don't do we don't film professionally or anything like that. But we we just like to share the love. We like to share the things that, that we that we know with you guys. And um, yeah, yeah. twenty twenty yeah. our goal our goal for twenty twenty is at the end we want to get to forty episodes. So this is episode right. fifteen. We want to get to forty, and we will get there. Right? Oh Pete? yeah, oh yeah, no doubt, no doubt, no doubt. You know what I'm saying? SoCal watch reviews. You know what I'm saying? Ross Rich Watch Love. We're going to be the hottest in the watch community in 2020. Believe no, that. No, absolutely. You better believe, believe that. that. We're determined. That. We're determined. We want to do it. Believe so. that. Believe that. So, yeah, let's do it, man. But yeah. uh... Move over, Houdinky. <laughs> That's right. You heard it here. You heard yeah. it here. Yeah, but anyways, Pete. Well, that that's great, great episode. Thank you so much for uh, for joining always, me brother, and always, brother, and and everybody else out there. Thank you so much for joining us. So as always, Pete. Let's let's say goodbye to the people. You want to start first? Yeah, I hope twenty twenty brings you everything that you desire, everything that you want. Just remember, God gives you what you need and not what you want. So Correct. just remember that. And just keep it real, and I'll let my man Miguel finish the rest. Absolutely. Like he said, uh, just that, as I always say, stay humble. And, and the reason I say that is because you need to be able to have an open mind, especially in this watch community. And starting in 2020, I want everybody to just be happy. Hopefully, you you get what you work for. And, Pete, you, you, you hit the nail on the head. God gives us what we 
what we need, not what we want. So if you want to get what mm-hmm. you want, you got to work hard for it. So this yes. is what we're doing here. And thank you so much for listening to another episode. This has been P and Miguel with SoCal Watch yeah. Reviews. Uh, so yeah, stay humble, my friends. Peace.